Geekadad Ads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, esport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokédads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. On this week's episode of Pokédads, uh, Aaron and Rick, no. No, not, Aaron not, not that one. And Rick and Aaron, no. Drew and Aaron talk about <laughs> all things monkey. It's Aaron and Drew. Alphabetical order. Come on, man. And seniority. But yeah, we talk about monkey It's true. If there's two A's, you definitely win because I'm technically Andrew. (laughs) Anyways, Aaron and Drew talk about all things monkey. Touch on a little bit of artwork news. Mm -hmm. And then we tell everybody to go home and eat some turkey. Yeah. And what we're thankful for. We're thankful for things. At least a little bit. Uh, I'm thankful for you. I love you too. I didn't say I love you. Let's go! Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pokedads Podcast, your number one resource for all things TCG, playing and collecting and memes and all the other things that involve Pokemon. I am your temporary main host for today's episode, Pokedad Drew, and with me today is... Pokedad Aaron. Aaron, how are we doing this week, buddy? I am doing good. Preparing... For the day after Thanksgiving, when my wife is like, it's Christmas time. And then everything comes out. (laughs) So, um, doing some cleaning and stuff like that. Um, Work's been slow, which has been nice, but it's expected. It's the holiday season. And no one ever wants to make changes in IT during this time. Because if something breaks, somebody's going to get in a lot of fucking trouble. So, it's kind of business as usual. Don't break anything. Um, it's It's been going pretty good. Uh, uh, actually, I guess, how has your week been, Drew, and how has been, how's Pokemon been treating you? You know, your brilliant Diamond, or Shining Pearl, I don't remember which one you got. Uh, so I'm currently playing Pearl, my wife is playing Diamond. Gotcha. Uh, it's good, I'm having a lot of fun, the underground is absolutely insane. Yeah? For those who haven't played it, you get this wonderful underground area, which existed in the previous games, Mm -hmm. but in this one, you get access to so many more Pokemon and these cool statue things that you can mine out of the walls and stuff like that. I have spent more time in there than I have actually, like, (laughs) on the surface, which is, if that's not, like, an underlying statement of how much time, like, we spend on our phones versus that time we spend in real life, uh, it's, it's, it's dangerously close to that same ratio. That's funny. Uh, other than that, man, I've actually played a lot of TCG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work retail, and it's Black Friday oh. week, so I am under a tremendous amount of pressure in that aspect of my life. But other than that, man, all things Pokemon flavored, super duper good, having a good time. Uh, and then, yeah, wife is in Christmas mode. We just got done vacuuming, like, everything so mm-hmm. that we can get the decorations up to vacuum again when all the glitter <laughs> and and the, the, <laughs> the stuff is everywhere. So so phase one, halfway complete. complete. Partially yeah. complete. Nice. Yeah. yeah, my wife's been, I mean, she's been doing some Christmas stuff. She's um, been making a lot of ornaments and stuff like that. She's like, she's doing like a Harry Potter crest from a bunch of like wood cutouts and stuff like that and painting them all and doing all sorts of like stuff to, you know, spend her time before we can put everything up. So it'll be interesting um, to put up all six trees once again this year. 
Hmm. I really don't like putting up that many trees. I, I barely like putting up one tree. Have you considered, like, hiding a tree maybe one year? Maybe hide two trees? No. Just, like, pick them up and, and move Just, them like, somewhere move them else? Somewhere. They would have to be. You know, I'd have to like throw them, move them into the garbage because there's nowhere to, to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and yeah, for those she listening, listen to this. yeah, I, I know, man, that's funny. She doesn't listen, but for those who do listen, uh, we are without our fearless leader in the form of Pokedad Rick for this episode. Yep. He true. is doing Pokedad things. Yes, he you is. Know? Uh, he, you know. The good news is he's not sick this time, so he's not avoiding us just because he's not feeling well. He's, you know, he's doing dad responsible things. So, miss you, Rick. I'm going to be excited to have you back next week. And I love you. And if you're not back next week, then this is my podcast. And we are nope. going to make some fucking changes around here. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he won't be an intern anymore. Yeah, maybe. I'll, f- maybe. I'll finally be somebody. <laughs> but until I'm somebody, Aaron, let's uh, let's talk about some news. Let's do it. Uh, I think it's probably worth talking about the Bolton and Rockruff character rares that are coming out in VMAX Climax. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll start with the puppy, the the cute little one. We'll, we'll go with Rockruff with Kukui. Uh, immediate thoughts on this card? It is super cute. It, it, it definitely, you know, you have the Rockruff nice and sleepy laying on the ground, a little sleepy bubble, so that way you know he's not just pretending in mm-hmm. terms of anime. Um, I actually do not have the translations for what the attacks do, sadly. So I don't have any opinions specifically on what the attack is. Um, Irrelevant. He is just cute. (laughs) More importantly, he's weak to grass. I knew it. I I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I love his little muddy paws and how Kakui is just kind of cleaning up everything (laughs) because he's just a little dirt dog. Yeah. And then for those in our Patreon, we also had just a a brief little discussion about Mm -hmm. Bolton V. And guess what, everybody? It's the good Bolton with Electrify. <gasps> so for your one uh, lightning attachment, you could go into your deck and accelerate two lightning energy from your deck onto one of your Pokemon. It's the good Bolton. And it's featuring none other than, if you are if you follow the Sword and Shield game canon, mm-hmm. new professor of Galar in the form of Sonya. Yep. And I, just, I, would say, I, really, I really like this art. It's it's because a bolt on you know the bolt on V cards the um I think it's the the standard art for it is mm-hmm. very rigid yes. and I I feel like it's it's not like this looks so much more dog like in this art like happy go lucky the eyes and everything like that. It, it's so much like more round mm-hmm. than I feel like the normal bolt on is that I really like this art in terms of, it makes it feel like a cute puppy I do too but in more news, Sonia is absolutely adorable. Uh, also, she's sure. throwing on her jacket, and she got her nails all did. She looks like she's about to go out on the town, and Bolton's so excited to go with her. Uh, but yeah. She's no Erica, though, but you know. She she is no Erica. You're, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, great card. I think uh, if, if Pikaram was around to enjoy this, it would have been a great addition to flexing out Pikaram. Hell yeah. However, is not going to happen because nope. Pikaram is dead. And on D-E-D. the topic, <laughs> D- yeah, D-E-D, dead. <laughs> oh, I said to my kid all the time, whenever something says dead, I'm like, D-A-D. He's like, that's dad. I'm like, what's the difference? Only on the inside. Wow, that was rough. Hey, we get deep here on the Poker Dance Podcast. Uh, just remember to hug your friends and family. Yes. <laughs> they might need it, especially your Poker Dance. <laughs> and now we we also got a character rare of Kingdra, which, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, this Kingdra released in Chilling Rain, potentially. I honestly don't remember because it was it was talked about maybe once, and that was mm. really all I can recall. 
No, it came out of it came out in battle styles. It's the yes. Deep Sea King Kingdra. Uh, when your active Pokemon is knocked out by damage from an attack uh, from your opponent's uh, Pokemon, you may move any amount of water energy from that Pokemon to this Pokemon. Uh, and then for one water energy attachment, uh, it does Aqua Burst for forty times the amount of water energy that is to attach to it. Weak to lightning, one retreat cost. So. Again, Pokemon doing what they do best, and I mean this time around, and making <laughs> ultra playable cards pretty. Yeah, this this set just keeps getting more dense and dense. I could already feel my wallet pulsating because of it. I don't spend enough money on this to be honest. Yeah, I can feel my wallet pulsating. At least not for. I mean, if there was like a Viaplume or. You know, some better grass art than a Flapple. I could, I could feel you. What's better than Flapple? He's, we were talking he's... about Eldegoss made the most sense for Milo. It's his main Pokemon. You're not wrong. No, I, I am a hundred percent with you there. I really thought we'd see something along the thir- th- blah, 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 along the lines of an Eldegoss V Max. You know, yeah. it would have been cool. Like put that would have been really great. Yeah, put down, get a supporter, your supporter. Helps you get your VMAX next turn. Ultra consistent, super fun. Doesn't hit for a lot of damage, but it's grass. Yeah, and you, and obviously you have to give it a skill like the Umbreon where it gets boss's order. So you get a card back, and then you get the boss's order on top of it. It's perfect. <laughs> Flawless plan. Not overpowered whatsoever. <laughs> if you if you played Milo this turn, your opponent's bench Pokemon are all knocked out. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Completely balanced because no one plays Milo normally. Yeah, make it rapid strike, single strike, fuse the strike, so it misses out on nothing. Absolutely. Oh, and a V-star as well. TPCI, hire us. <laughs> we will completely balance the game. 100%. <laughs> All right, and let's go into the last segment of news, and this is where the Pokedads really get to speculate. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Pokemon just trademarked incandescent arcana mm-hmm. and incandescent which means to emit light when heated yep. and arcana means secrets or mysteries magic leaves, as well. yeah exactly it leaves a lot of room for interpretation if you had to pick some pack art for a set that was entitled uh or just titled uh, incandescent arcana what what pokemon would you use aaron Ooh, um, if I was gonna go with that, I guess I could see incandescent, so bright, so light. Um, I mean, we could go with the you know Heatran. We could go with uh, Cresselia. We could go even. I was. I mean, I mean, I feel like Arceus would also be a potential in that. But I believe he's already been announced in other ones. But I could feel like that would be like we'd see at least on a pack potentially. Yeah. No. I think I think in terms of incandescent, like you have to assume it's a fire type of some port, of some sort. So probably another Charizard, just just because Pokemon's pretty on pace with doing stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I thought about that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's light. It's a tough one. I mean, it could be something. I I I'd laugh my ass off. If it wasn't related to fire. Um, yeah, and more. I mean, maybe it's another Jirachi. Maybe. I mean, that's potential. That that is that is a shiny Pokemon or. <laughs> Incandescent just talking about shiny Pokemon. Yes. <gasps> Ooh, More shiny it. Pokemon. My wallet. Ow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Arcana just, you know, psychic type Pokemon. Or or like or, or, sense, or, I agree. or like mythics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that happening. Maybe like the the Lake Trio. Yeah. Uh, Manaphy and or no, sorry, hits. the uh, the Yuxi Mesprit as as elf. Yeah. I think. I think that would be very Arcana for me, as well as serious and psychic. It works perfect. Yep. Uh, But this is going to be potentially the name of a set that releases overseas. So uh, in the States, we will not be seeing anything in the form of incandescent Arcana. uh, But it will be a portion of our set that releases probably April or May. Um, or, or, Or maybe it joins the set that we see around June. Uh, but okay. it seems that Pokemon's kind of steering themselves in the direction of Diamond and Pearl themed stuff. So 
I mean, obviously, because the game's out and everyone's raving and playing it right now. Uh, and we get things in Brilliant Stars in the form of Glaceon and Leafeon and Darkrai and Cresselia and Lucario, blah, blah, blah. Um, it would only make sense that more Pokemon from that specific generation just get featured in mm-hmm. the future sets. Which seems cool. I I actually have no qualms with any Gen 4 Pokemon unless it's like Gligar. Sorry, Jesse, who caught one. <laughs> I feel like I agree with you on that one. I mean, I feel like we may also see some more like Arceus um, stuff because, you know, there are going to be Gen 4 younger Pokemon or earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but we might see some of those extra ones pop in from Arceus that are newer as well, mm-hmm. I feel like. Some of their newer forms potentially. That'd be cool. Absolutely. What is more um, incandescent than a rock type fiery. Uh, Arcanine. <laughs> exactly. Boom. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Aaron basically just called it. All the Kisui and Pokemon are going to be releasing that set, and there's nothing anyone can do or say about it. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. And <laughs> now, uh, since we're obviously super geniuses, we don't yes. need to do say that Pokemon. Yep. Uh, even though I probably butchered a couple names of Pokemon on my way to saying that. Nope, never. Not once. Yeah, you're right. We're super geniuses. Of course. Uh, Aaron and I have decided to take the reins, and we're going to talk about Rapid Strike Rillaboom? What are, what are we calling this deck nowadays? Um, I've been really struggling with getting a real good name for it. Um, at the moment, I just have, because I'm running a, a Crushing Hammers Rilla, uh, uh, one, so I, I just have Crushing Rapid Boom at the moment. But we, we definitely play some... Different variations, but I think Rapid Boom kind of covers it for the moment. There's no real good mixture of names just yet. Hmm. Rapid Unless you have. <laughs> no. Hammy Boom. <laughs> no. That is like. It's, that's no slippery bear, I'm just saying. Oh, no. Yeah, I was, uh, I was I w- actually. No, Hammy Boom is a name that's directly derivative of slippery bear. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I uh, I like I like Rapid Strike Rillaboom. I, I I've been playing around with it a lot. Yep. And I think that it's a deck that's worth pursuing for for funsies. I I, I see some real competitive nature behind it because Umbreon is so prevalent in this current format. It is a threat if you can get four energy on it. You know, at any given point. I yep. think that something like double turbo energy is definitely going to make it a lot more consistent because then if you can run it, you know, side by side with things like rapid strike energy to always have that energy fulfillment that costs two colorless, blah, blah, blah. Um, but to start off with, uh, go ahead and talk about your list, what you're rocking with, what's making rapid strike Rillaboom tick on your end of the spectrum, and then I'll sprinkle in something that I like. Can do. Um, I think I, I, I want to at least start out with the deck I'm running right now. I just I just looked at my my wins and played versus. I am currently on 20 wins out of 29 games. Nice, which is a fairly good record. Though, as we before we recorded this, you're listening like that person surrendered, that person surrendered, that person surrendered. And it makes no sense why they did. So I'm at least knocking off probably three of those games where I'm like there was probably a way for me to win. But I really felt like I was in deep trouble for a bit there. Um, uh, those at Pokedad Nation, don't don't let this man fool you. He's incredibly intimidated. He 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 applies a lot of pressure early game, and and makes it very hard for anyone to mentally make it out of their first few hands. So, <laughs> well, a- a- Aaron's Aaron's incredibly oppressive. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he 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 might win the the next uh, the next worlds. So. <laughs> Just, uh, just don't sleep on this man. All right. So All right, for so my let's go check list. <laughs> yeah, my deck. So um, I am currently running a, a Leafeon a Rapid Boom um, style deck. I'm not running any other type uh, in terms of attackers. I have one Crobat V. I have a Passimian, the one from Chilling Rain, with the throwing coast to extra damage from on the bench mm-hmm. to V and V Max. I run a 
uh, Baby Boom line, I run two Grookies, one Thwacky, and two Rillaboom Voltage Beats. A Cricketune. Uh, and then I run a two, I run two Leafeon Vs and one Leafeon Vmix. I forgot I actually narrowed it down to one. Um, nice. I, and then I run two Rillaboom Vs, the normal Rillaboom, which allows me to use uh, Forest Feast instead of the Rapid Strike version. So that way I can search my deck at the start in case I pull him first to grab two extra grass Pokemon onto the field to kind of help accelerate a little bit. Um, and then I run two Rapid Boom VMAXs. For right trainers, on. go ahead. No, no, no. I was no. yeah, gotcha. commenting. <laughs> For trainers, I have, I've run four Crushing Hammers, one Escape Rope, one Ordinary Rod, four Quick Balls, three Rare Candies, Two switches, one Gallarmine, and three Turfield Stadiums with an Avery, uh, three Bosses Orders, two Marnies, four Peonies, Peonies. I don't know. I said Peony. It's Peony. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it, it works either way. It just, it just I know. My wife's going to murder me if she actually listened to this. Uh, I run a <laughs> Piers, and then I run and I run two telescopic uh, sights. I couldn't remember if it was nice. sights or scope. For energy, I run two Rapid Strike energy, two Capture energy, and nine Grass energy. And for the most part, how the deck runs is your initial goal is to get out your Leafeons early to get that initial acceleration onto her to power up for the, uh, the original initial attacks. While in the background, getting your Voltage Beat Rillaboom set up, your VMAX Rapid Booms on the field. And the beauty of this deck is you don't necessarily require the Rapid Strike energy on him. You can still accelerate in two turns with your Voltage Beat to get that four energy you need. And because you're discarding energy in this deck, it works out fairly well. Um, I don't know if I want to go too much more into detail on specific setups on it, um, other than the standard kind of, I guess, play style now with Peony, where... In my case, if I have a Grookey on the bench, I have my potentially a just a Leafeon V or V Max or even just a, a Rillaboom V out there. I can Peony to grab my Turfield Stadium, grab a rare candy, and hopefully have a cricket tuned out on the field as well. To then rare candy or I can drop my Turfield, grab my Rillaboom voltage beat, rare candy it right on, accelerate energy to my Pokemon, cricket tune to then get three more cards into my hand and then hit them for the 160, 180, I apologize, I mixed up which one is which, 180 with Drum Slow on the main Pokemon while dealing a potential 40 to 100 damage to two of their bench Pokemon, depending on if they're Vs or not and if I have my past Simeons and Telescopic Scope. It's doing fairly well. I haven't run into too many Fire Decks yet, though, and I am so I'm not entirely 100% sure how well I'd do against them. Though I feel like I still have a, a chance with how quickly you can get this deck built up. No, absolutely. I think, like like I said before, incredibly oppressive. Applies a lot of pressure. Early game. Uh, I, I really I've seen this deck in action. Uh, I've seen him play it before Rapid Strike Rillaboom kind of came about, mm-hmm. too. And, you know, Peony Cricketune has always had a special place in, in like my head and my heart when it comes to deck building and stuff like that. Seeing it applied more now with things like Genesect in play seems a lot less original and feels bad that you're only drawing into three, potentially four, if Cricketune's in the active. But Grass is the only archetype right now that has a stadium where you can go grab a Pokemon out of your deck. Uh, So using that in, in, in synchronization with a deck like this where you're like, okay, well, circumstantially, I probably need you know, my Voltage Beat Rillaboom, or I need my Leafeon, or I need my Rillaboom VMAX. Like, you've got that mm-hmm. synergy synergy to where Peony at any moment can go grab that counter stadium if you're pathed out, or if you're stuck behind your own Gallarmine and stuff like that, go grab Turfield and change the game. Yep. It's got a lot of outs that are all grass. It's another deck that could benefit from something like Weakness Guard Energy being in play, or that Snow Leaf Badge if you're going to mainstream your... Uh, your Leafeon. Right. And something like that may become more important when things like Leafeon V Star come into effect as well. Mm-hmm. But, until, but until then, I, I really like this deck. I would love if Aaron had 
time between being a dad and having a job and putting up Christmas uh, <laughs> to to go take it to like some form of tournament <clears throat> uh, type setting and uh, and go you know, wreck shop and get ready for um, you know worlds obviously because yeah. he's he's going and he's gonna win of course yeah it's it's just it, it's in the cards and. Yeah. I mean, this this isn't as exciting, but I'm going to talk about the deck that I've played with when it comes to uh, Rapid Strike Rillaboom. It has grass Pokemon. It's super exciting. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And if you are listening, Richard, from my local shop, yes, I'm going to talk about this Rillaboom deck because I'm so excited about it. Um So it's going to sound oddly reminiscent of a lot of Rapid Strike decks, but I run three Rillaboom V Rapid Strikes because this is a Rapid Strike deck. And two Rapid Strike Rillaboom V Max. I run two Blaziken V, two Blaziken V Max, two Remoraid Rapid Strike Little Buddies, and two Octillery uh, Rapid Strike Search Ability, also Little Buddies, two Leafeon V, one Urshifu V, Rapid Strike, uh, one Rapid Strike Urshifu V Max, one Sylveon V Rapid Strike, <laughs> and then one Sylveon V Max Rapid Strike, one Crobat V not Rapid Strike, and one Pissimian. And if you can't already tell, this is basically just Sylveon, but with Monkey instead. And <laughs> <laughs> with Monkey. This is the way that I proxied this deck. Uh, I really, really like Blaziken being able to do all the work for me and mm-hmm. also hitting for 130 whilst accelerating all the energy for a single Rapid Strike attachment. It's great in the mirror because I have Fire-type Pokemon in this deck as well, so people like Eren who don't run the Snow and Leaf Badge get very punished. <laughs> it's got outs to things like Jolteon, because of the Rapid Strike Urshifu being in the deck and things like Gengar and stuff like that. Uh, the Leafeon V is specifically in the deck for that early game energy attachment to whatever I may need on the field because it never hurts you to have an extra basic energy in play turn one or two. Uh, and then Sylveon V is there because I run every flavor of Pokemon in this deck basically except for like Steel and Dragon. And colorless, I suppose. So all, yeah, all but six, a few. Six types. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty. It, it seems really inconsistent, but I've won twenty seven games out of forty eight games played. Nice. But I will say I probably won more because of Urshifu being in this deck in Sylveon than I have with the monkey. That's not to say that the monkey hasn't applied a lot of pressure, but. When it comes to total damage output, unfortunately, Urshifu and Sylveon just hit for most of the meta's weakness. So clearly, they're just going to do more damage at face. Uh, What I like streamlining is getting Rillaboom V, Remoraid, Blaziken, and potentially a Leafeon V or Sylveon V, depending on the matchup, out in my first hand. Which is actually pretty obtainable with, obviously, things like Quick Ball and things Mm -hmm. like Octillery being able to go search out one of my everything but two Pokemon, Rapid Strike Pokemon, and get them into the field early so that I can use them for energy acceleration or potential damage output. And I can really benefit from having the four uh, four professors research in this deck because if I lose Rapid Strike energy, I can get it back out of the discard pile with Blaziken. So... I have a lot of flexibility with how I can place my energy, and I don't have to hold hands because I have a, a professor's research or a quick ball and a rapid strike energy. Like I can, I get discarded at free will because Blaziken gets it back for me, and that's that helps with having the two-two line of Blaziken, Blaziken Vmax. I'm running four professors' research, three bosses' orders, two Kratos focus, one Raihan. Four Quick Ball, three Evolution Incense, two Switch, two Air Balloon, two Telescopic Sight, one Tool Jammer for those pesky capes, Mm. and three Tower of Waters for Counter Stadiums and Free Retreat on everything that isn't Leafy on Crobat or Rillaboom VMAX. Sigh. One Mm. Path to the Peak for those pesky Zamazentas, and five Basic Grass Energy, four 
rapid strike energy, and two spiral energy for whenever I may or may not need some rapid strike Pokemon to have an additional color energy like rapid strike Urshifu. Uh, overall, I really enjoy the way the deck works. I would assume that because I spend a lot of time focusing on getting at energy onto Rapid Strike Rillaboom VMAX that I've lost games because of it, where everything else that isn't um, Rillaboom requires a lot less energy. But the games that I have won with Rapid Strike Rillaboom being my primary attacker, it's absolutely insane. They put things in the active that already have 100 damage done to them with the combination of uh, Passimian and telescopic sight mm-hmm. on them. It's it, it's unreal. Like you you now hit for another 180, putting them at a solid 280, which is super obtainable to get with all the bench sniping that's in this deck and stuff like that. Uh, Blaziken hitting for 130, and then Rapid Strike Rillaboom following it up with another 180, putting them at a crispy 310, which is almost every evolution HP as well. Except for Jolteon. Love you, Rafe. Nah, but we don't love Jolteon. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, it's super fun, man. Uh, those who like playing Rapid Strike would really enjoy playing this version. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Blaziken out early, and 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 Rillaboom's really really easy to set up after that. Yeah. And I want to talk about two lists that I saw cool. on Limitless. Oh, wait, hubba, hubba. Before we talk about that, I actually kind of wanted to bring up something you were kind of talking about with Rillaboom, and you know, it just the amount of damage it can output. I th- I think that we have. The real difference, because I mean, a lot of the times you do see like the Urshifu Maxes, which are going against you know specific weaknesses that are currently in the meta. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the 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 point you can really make with the Rillaboom Max versus like even Urshifu is that Rillaboom you do not discard, which mm-hmm. is a huge huge benefit compared to your Urshifu Maxes when you attack. You're doing that one twenty twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're doing you know a bit more with your Persimian and your Telescopic Sight. But then you have to restack up that energy. And if you don't have that in your deck, you don't have that in your hand or any way to get it back unless you're using your Blaziken potentially, mm-hmm. then it can suffer. It, it's, it stalls and it slows you down. Whereas that Rillaboom VMAX, every single turn is doing 180 to the active, which means it's doing 360 every two hits, killing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to doing those two hits, 200 damage potentially to 2V Pokemon, which is a Crobat dead. Is most V Pokemon dead? In general, mm-hmm. it is quite. It, there's definitely a lot of times with the Rillaboom VMAX, you can get those four prize or five prize turns because of it. Absolutely, no. I like like I said, it's it's a really slept on card. Mm-hmm. If it didn't have that that pesky three retreat cost, or it had one less energy fulfillment for the amount of output that it does even if it made you discard one energy off of it but required one colorless less this card would be absolutely busted yeah um i do like that you play the forest feast uh version of the v in your deck because you have so many grass pokemon you can get out with it right uh i do but there's two things, I suppose. I wish that there was a full art version of Rapid Strike Rillaboom V. <laughs> and I wish that it had a little higher damage output. But uh, It definitely does suffer for four energy for 160. Nonetheless, man, I've been so excited about this card. I'm mad that Mad Party isn't up in the ranks again. Because right? I, speci- I specifically wanted this card to play against Mad Party to take out the stupid bunnies. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yes. Oh, I 100% agree with you. I'm so upset that that... We, it took so long for us to get this card, because the other because um, it was still around when Japan got this Rillaboom. There was still Mad Party, right? And now we don't get to enjoy. We don't get that enjoyment, right? I know. And Dene still existed, which is well within the margin of being mm-hmm. you know hit with that that initial attack and then taking out two bunnies too. It's oh. just uh, it's just so unfair. They did it on purpose. They they 100%. knew that Mad Party would would die if Rillaboom existed with things like super growth and stuff in the format mm-hmm. uh, anyways there so i spied two lists on limitless 
And if you have these in front of you, I'll let you read the first one with the Intellion engine question mark. Yep. It is definitely an Intellion engine deck. So uh Rillaboom V or the Rillaboom or the Rapid Boom is a, a three run, so three Rillaboom Vs, the Rapid Strike. Uh Rapid Boom V Max, three of them as well. They run two Grookies, two baby Grookies, and two uh baby booms with four rare candies, just to toss that out there. Um, and then they run a two Sobble, two Drizzile, one Teleon Shady Dealings, and one Teleon Quick Shooting. Uh, a Crobat V, a Passimian with the Throwing Coach for the extra bench damage. And that is all the Pokemon they run. For Trainers, it is four Marnies, four Professor's Researches, two Boss's Orders, four Quick Balls, four Rare Candies, two Escape Ropes, two Evolution Incense, two Level Balls, Three telescopic sites, three turf field stadiums, six energy or grass energy, four rapid strike energy, and two capture energy. So this one's actually a tiny bit closer to energy I run. I might run maybe a little one or two higher. I could probably drop an energy or two from grass. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, I'm going to think about that a bit more. <laughs> um, this isn't really. I don't think there's anything unique in this deck. It's basically just a, like you said, it's it's Inteleon with another Pokemon to run with it. I ran into a, vape, uh, a Leafeon deck in the same aspect earlier, without a Passimian for the most part. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's the, and, go ahead. Go ahead. No, <laughs> you go on. Right. No, uh, initially, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know why this deck only went 2-2 drop in the Excalibur tournament, but... Uh, Running a two-two, basically two line of of shady dealings without any scoop up nets mm-hmm. is is impossible to to pull off. Like I can get, I can I can fully understand that the Sobble and Drizzile are specifically there to help you go get rare candy, evolution incense, or Turfield Stadium, and then you just fly forward with your Voltage Beat and your Rillaboom V Maxes and stuff right. like that. But with how much bench sniping there is and how much bench damage, like you almost would benefit from running a higher count of the Inteleon line and cut back on the things that are going to make the deck more consistent. Because I don't think you'll ever need three telescopic sight. No, you really don't. You maybe need one, if not two at most. I discard at least one almost every single time I'm playing. There, right. It's a card where I can sacrifice that 30 damage because it's not... It's it, Rillaboom VMAX still does 180 to mm-hmm. the, the front line. So Absolutely. I, I also think that um, in terms of this is that you're running to get that rare cane, but there's not a, there's not a lot of items in here you're really going to be aiming for more often than I really feel like. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's part of the struggle as well. I mean, your, your level balls are for your Drizziles and your Sobbles. Your Evolutions Incense are to potentially find your Rillaboom, but you're still running three turf field stadiums at the same time. So you really don't need those evolutions end sense for your voltage week since you can get it that way as well. So you're accelerating mm-hmm. when you can just be running four peonies and then you still have two more slots or two more cards you could put in instead. That's really yeah. how I feel with that. Toss a cricket tune in there. Boom. I, I like the idea of a cricket tune for sure. I, I'm like in my head trying to wrap, my brain around why it feels like there's so few cards in this deck because I I look at my Sylveon list and it I'm runs like, a four of a lot of stuff. Yes, like research. And in my experience, running research and, and rare candies and high counts with no Orangaroo is mm. is a very dangerous game because you the amount of hands you're gonna open up with, you know, two or three rare candies and nothing to use it on is dangerous so uh i think that there's a lot of potential in running things like shady dealings rillaboom vmax shady boom maybe i don't know we'll what, go with shady boom for that it? yeah shady, shady, shady boom makes sense for that yeah sli- sli- slippery boom slippery boom <laughs> yeah there, there we go. go it has to be slimy <laughs> boom yeah something like How that what, what what i love about this deck and what i <laughs> miss in this deck is the fact that rapid strike rookie is being applied in this that is yes. so sick because you could keep calling for Grookie and your Rapid Strike Rillaboom V. That is so sick. So if you go second and you got Brick of Hands, 
this could save you. This could absolutely bring you back from the depths of whatever Pokemon Purgatory you've been sentenced to. I just need to see a higher count to Sobble for this to be effective. And we'll we'll go ahead and move on, but maybe one of our listeners could tinker with this list and make it useful in uh, in the future for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to talk about another list, which I thought was kind of spicy. This one went 0-2 drop in the Sunday Open. And since you, you, you got to have all the fun and talk about the last list, I'll go ahead and talk about this Go one. for it. It runs three of the Forest Feast Rapid Strike Rillaboom V. It runs three of the Rapid Strike Rillaboom V Max Big Boys. Two mm-hmm. Crobat V. Two Pissimian, which seems like a high count, but I understand it. Two Leafeon V for the beautiful greening cells. Two Rapid Strike Basculin. And for those who don't know what this Basculin does, it came out in Fusion Strike. It does Swarm the Wound for one colorless and one water. And because it's Rapid Strike, it can be fulfilled with one Rapid Strike energy. It does 30 plus damage. And it does 10 damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active Pokemon. So basically does whatever's on it plus 30, which is pretty dirty if you have like 150 damage already on you. It does another 150 plus 80 doing 180, which is VMAX knockout. Mm-hmm. So you're trading one prize for three prizes, which is insane. Um, running a two count of that Pokemon is neat unnecessary but it's neat interesting yes uh totally useful in other archetypes but i understand why it's here um and then you run a three count of melanie and i get it it's like a baby welder you you know greening cells or hand attach your first turn to rapid strike or just rillaboom v next turn melanie onto rillaboom v v max draw three cards and then potentially attach a rapid strike energy and you're good to go on your turn two. So I see it. I, I, I think that Melanie Rillaboom <laughs> is it Melon Boom? Rillamelon? Mm. I don't know what the fuck to call it. <laughs> I'm trying to channel my inner Rick here and give it a bad name, but it's not working. Uh, melon Monkey. It's a Rillany. <laughs> Monkany. anyways it runs two bird keeper two professor's research which seems like a dangerous low count two milo and i get it because you could discard stuff to draw stuff so you discard your water energy to set up a future Mm -hmm. melanie like my good friend aaron was about to say uh two boss's orders one marnie okay one peers, which makes sense because you can go grab a Rapid Strike Energy and a Crobat with it, which is such a sick play. Mm-hmm. One Shauna. Four Quick Ball. Three VIP Pass, which I suppose is really important if you want to get the Leafeon V out onto the field your first turn every time. Right. But running the Forest Feast plus the Battle VIP Pass seems like they do the same thing it's just you know you either go first and get it out or you go second and get it out uh two telescopic site three turf field stadium 12 water energy that's a lot it's a but lot n- but no capacious buckets hmm. um four rapid strike energy and then four basic grass energy aaron i want your thoughts i don't like it yeah yeah i mean i feel like Looking at it, I mean, the pessimist, I, I really don't think there should be, it's, you're relying on your, your opponent you're going against to toss down their Pokemon V for you to hit with that in the first place to even put that on your bench. So mm-hmm. one should be enough. If you lose it, it's not going to be detrimental to any game. It hasn't been in any of mine. I tossed it away on a couple occasions. I've used it and made it to a great effect, but it's not a core piece of, I feel like, a real boom or a rapid boom deck. So I think going mm-hmm. down to one on that is that I don't like the idea of trying to accelerate 
through 12 water energies with a Melanie using your trainer supporter card to do so when there's so many more other things you could do. Um, I mean, even taking out four, because you're running almost, well, how many energies? You're running 18 energies in this deck mm-hmm. to get your acceleration. You can accelerate through uh, a voltage beat Rillaboom uh, in a, uh, an easier way than this with less cards, with mm-hmm. less energy by far. You could run a. I mean, I get the Basculin, but it just. I think. I think a one of Basculin, plus like, like a like a nice count of level ball, in a deck like that makes sense. Or like a if you had Remoraid in this deck. But you can't even use level ball in this deck because the only thing that has less than ninety HP is is Basculin. Basculin. Yeah, because yeah. there's there's no stage two Pokemon really in this deck at there is none in this right. deck at all. And the oh. only thing in this deck that lets you go get that specific Pokemon is Quick Balls, and you only run four of those. Right. And you're going to be using those to get your Rillabooms out, your Leafeons out, your one Passimian that you're going to be going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Battle VIP Pass is excessive for three of them. I can understand running one as mm-hmm. a potential to get that on your first turn and mm-hmm. go with it. There's there, And I feel like you're going to end up mulligan a lot. Because, I mean, right now you have three Rillabooms, two Pessimians, mm-hmm. two Leafeons, and the two Basculins. So that's four, six, that's nine. And out of those nine, 15% of them are Crobats. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more than that. I'm not doing real good math right now. Right. It's closer to 20%. Um, but you, 20% of the time in your games, you're going to put a Crobat out on your field. Mm-hmm. Potentially. I just, it just, it's, it's something to think about though. Cause I love yes. the idea of Melanie. I think what I it's take away from this deck is that Melanie is solid. I think there needs to be a discard engine in this deck better than Milo and professor's research, which there's only a two count of, I suppose quick balls also. You're quick balling. Yeah. But you also yeah, play quick balling um, away your battle VIP passes for the later game as well. Cause they're right. useless otherwise. Right, and and it'd be one thing if Basculin could benefit from Melanie too, because then I could understand running such a high count of water energy. But I think what I take away from this deck is using an alternative energy accelerator outside of the scope of Voltage Beat and Rapid Strike flavored things. So maybe a potential... Moltres energy switch rapid strike Rillaboom could exist because this deck exists. Um, getting the you know early game grass energy attachment, mm-hmm. getting a rapid strike energy attachment, and then energy switch a dark energy from the discard pile. It, it's a thing. It could happen. Um, if if Melanie can do it, so can Moltres, and then you're covering another weakness where this deck could literally only swing for things that are weak to water and things that are weak to grass. It, it It's like teetering towards a version of a Rapid Strike build for Rillaboom, but it's far away enough from consistent to to do what it needs to do every turn. You know? Yeah, I, I do agree. I, I, like I said, the Melanie idea is an interesting idea. I just... I feel like there's better ways to make use of it for a strictly rapid boom deck. Like I mean, I would even like to see a Leafeon VMAX in there as a backup because right now, once Leafeon's on the field, mm. she's effectively uh, doing a potential 150 with a flip of a coin versus t- even tossing in just one VMAX in there. Get rid of one water energy. Put a Leafeon VMAX in there. Now you have another attacker potentially in this deck, mm-hmm. which could really help it out. That gives you, even without the Galar Mine, you're still doing 170 and healing for 30. Um, and against certain Pokemon, I think Gengar has a 4 retreat cost. Even not a 3 retreat cost. You're still doing no, one. It, you're doing one. I think, it's, I think it's 2 or 3. I think Gengar is 2 or 3. Yeah, there's one I went against recently. I can't recall off the top of my head which one. But there was one that had a ridiculous retreat cost. Oh, no, I remember it was Dracozolt. That stupid deck. Um, yeah, stupid <laughs> deck. Um, stupid but either deck. way, you're still doing 180, 170. You still have the potential chance to... Bring out your Leafeon to kill whatever takes out your rapid strike, your rapid boom. Mm. So I, 
I, I, I really think that would be a, a smart play, is even at least get rid of one water, get your v, Leafy on VMAX in there. Yeah. Gives no, you another attacker. I, I agree. I think I think we stewed a lot of good ideas for our podcast listeners to to experiment with with rapid strike Rillaboom, don't you think? I one hundred percent agree. What are you what are you doing on December eighteenth? December eighteenth? It's a I Saturday. am on vacation. You're on vacation? Like just like With, from work. Like like staycation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so would you think that maybe a good testing ground for our podcast listeners to maybe run a little rapid strike Rillaboom specific tournament that day would be something in the future we could do? I think that would be a wonderful idea. We'll have to 100% confirm with the wives because that's always safety's sake for everything. But as far mm-hmm. as I know, there is nothing going on on the 18th of December. Gotcha. So, uh, Pokedad Drew here talking to you about how I am going to be available on December 18th. Actually. 100%. This is the, the week after C2E2, so the dads will be tired. But here are the bases for your Rapid Strike decks. Uh, You have to have three Rillaboom V. Does not matter which Rillaboom V. And you must be playing at least a two count of Rapid Strike Rillaboom VMAX. We'll do best of three. We'll do four rounds. And... You know, whatever whatever Patreon or Discord member wins, I'll, I'll, I'll cough up forty of my own Fusion Strike packs for on PTCGO. Wow, yeah, I think I think that sounds pretty fun, don't you think? I think it's gonna be great because I'm definitely even in my weakened state will try to enter this tournament as long as there's nothing going on. Ooh, we actually get like a real Pokedad to play against. <laughs> I think uh, I think we might get a lot of people in here. You know, maybe we get Rick in here. We'll, we'll we'll try to find a way to get Adam interested in it too. That might be a good time. That'd be great. How much are those Rapid Strike Rillaboom going for on the trade market right now? Um, at least I, I mentioned to you when I last looked, or when I last bought mine, I spent one pack for a Rapid Strike Rillaboom V and V Max in total. Let's take a quick mm-hmm. look at the trades right now, though, and see. I mean, you, in general, you're probably going to pay a pack or two for. Maybe both, if not one at a time. Let's see. Rip. So this person wants. These person's trying to give you like crappy cards, like Espeon GX. Yeah, something like that. Well, you're looking on the trade market. Mm. Uh, just to go over what we were talking about before, uh, December eighteenth. Uh, time to be determined. We will be doing a rapid strike. Real boom specific tournament if you do not have at least two rapid strike rillaboom and three rillaboom v in your deck you will not be able to play in this tournament but if you are in the discord or you want to be in the discord please hit us up on any social media to be a part of this tournament because 40 of my fusion strike packs are going to one of you guys maybe it might go back to me maybe i'll play two we'll see (laughs) take them myself it's too funny. So looking right now, yeah, two rapid strike, or uh, sorry, rapid booms are going for two fusion strike packs. So for the most part, you should be able to get all of them, your three little boom V's and your V maxes for roughly probably between five and seven packs. Maybe my Dang. guess. Dang, sounds like a deal. So it sounds like you're turning seven packs into forty potentially. Mm-hmm. All right, and on that note, uh, Aaron and I are going to go take a break and refine our list so you guys don't win anything from us. <laughs> I'll be right back. There she goes. She flies out to the East Coast off the States, but I'll remain here alone, following my own ghost, trying to live another day. It's hard to be sick, and I'm sick of being wasted. It's hard to admit that I'm hung up on the same shit. Your celebration's kind of dragging me down. Intoxication wins the race, stops it from bombing.
Welcome back. How was your break, Aaron? It was quite lovely. Nice. Yes. Yep. Mine was good too. Good. Spent a lot of time refining that real boom list. Ooh, I want to win that. So much. Sometime. So much time. December eighteenth. Time to be determined. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna make the rest of this podcast pretty short and sweet to the point. And uh, if you're listening to this, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Your, your your stomachs are either pretty full or you're, you know... You might be sleeping cut. or you're traveling around on Black Friday looking at random deals and listening to the podcast in the car as you go along. Yeah, and if you're sleeping and listening to the podcast, I applaud you, but also, wake up! It's impressive. Um, yes. <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah, or you might be reeling from your team not winning on, you know, Thursday football fun <laughs> stuff. Sports ball. Sports ball! Uh, the... The dads and I are going to take a moment to, you know, shed some light on some things that we are thankful for this year. And Aaron, I will I will let you start with your first thing. Sure. So, um, I think we kind of go with the, the typical, I am thankful for my wife, first and foremost. She is loving and caring and accepts all the bullshit that I, you know, put her through at all points of time throughout the year. I love her. She is great. Um, I'm thankful for my kid. He is a pain in the butt sometimes, but he's a good kid, smart kid, and I love him too. Uh, family, rest of the family, friends, um, Poker Dad Rick especially. I mean, really, without him, we wouldn't be here. So I definitely thank you, Rick. You are great. Um, I also thank Fusion Strike for bringing us some nice Rapid Boom VMAX. I'm super excited for it. And in that same vein for grass being viable finally in like high-end tournaments it's exciting to see leafy on decks and i mean i guess in a sense a rapid uh rapid boom decks though they didn't do super super well um and of course and finally and most importantly i am thankful for via plume she is so lovely amen <laughs> mm-hmm. all right drew all what right. about you I, I i'm obviously thankful for very similar things to you um my wife, uh, she's she's my number one fan. She's incredibly supportive with everything I do. Uh, me having probably the second most expensive hobby in the world <laughs> and allowing me to dedicate so much time every week to, you know, play and do what I love and on top of, you know, working and taking care of my dog and our army of cats she is just the the light of my life and i am very very thankful to have her and you know just be a part of her team uh and then that's a good transition into my second one i'm gonna thank my my pokemon team back home carson corvinites you know jeremy and richard and evan and jonathan and owen and Craig and everybody else whose name I might have left off the list, I love you, but I don't have that much time left on the podcast to mention you all. <laughs> but you guys are a big piece of why I love doing this hobby so much, and it would not be fun 
without every single one of you, especially you, Jeremy. You've been through it thick and thin, and I appreciate you. And third, I'm going to thank our Discord. You guys are the most obnoxious group of, <laughs> <laughs> of hooligans I've ever had the pleasure to be uh, friends and a, and a part of. You tune into my streams and make me feel like I have the the whole team on my back. And I am so thankful to just talk shop and Pokemon with every single one of you. Again, I would list all of you guys, but you would have to get into the $10 mark of the Patreon to have that kind of uh, <laughs> talk on the pod. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, I'm going to thank Path to the Peak for being the best card to come out in a long, long time. You make all abilities impossible to use, and you make playing Path to the Peak the best time of my life. And thank you for allowing Zamazenta to be relatively useless. Uh, and we'll leave a little bit of a void here for Rick to mention some things that he likes. Obviously, and that was it. It will be <laughs> me and Drew and... I guess after after me and Drew, he would definitely mention his wife and kid after us, though, of course. That, that's mm-hmm. what I imagine. And I can't wait to find out what, how it actually goes. Yep. So, I guess with that, then, yeah, um, I, I would see, like I to um, actually ask the, the Patreon, um, if you haven't already said it in the Discord on Thursday, tell us about what you're thankful for in Pokemon-related stuff, in life, and all that type of jazz. Be interested to see what you guys are thankful for as well. Right. And we are thankful for everyone who tunes into our podcast every Friday. Hell yes, you're all And we're even more thankful to have you guys all a part of our Discord. And if you're not a part of our Discord, you should join our Patreon to get into that. You should. And, you know, $2 a month gets you in, gets you access to all of our stuff. $5 gets you, what, release exclusive stuff from our sponsor collectible kings <laughs> that's awesome and then ten dollars you know you'll get some tips some coaching some rapid strike rillaboom lists that might give you a leg up on the competition to steal 40 packs from us on december 18th oh that was a lot of words um and then yeah you might get some free merchant stuff here and maybe i'll say your name on the podcast one day uh that is the but goal I think in life yeah, I think that's a I think that's a pretty good transition to sign us off, Aaron. Sure. So Rick will obviously fill in all the important details, but as Rick always says, I hope that all of you have a good morning, good evening, good night, um, a wonderful time uh, eating a crap ton of turkey and mashed potatoes and ham, yeah. but not sweet potatoes because sweet potatoes are gross. Also, so those asparagus and and brussels sprouts because i can't think of all the, the gross disgusting different types of vegetables that i will not eat myself um but all sorts of types of meats and other delicious vegetables um i guess cranberry sauce if you like it <laughs> um but if you're not in the united states i just hope you have a wonderful day and that you enjoy a nice happy day for yourselves um yeah drew drew finish us off uh yeah um all right i love, I love having this job um and may your pulls be not full of stuffing <laughs> peace with everybody see ya So I have I have screen here, screen where you're at right here, and then I have a screen yeah. above. So it That's doesn't take up like it's not it's not three like across. It's just mm. in a triangle, which works yeah. a lot better. No, I I'm a complete pleb, and I mm-hmm. want a sideways screen specifically no. on Discord. Yes, no sideways just, screens. Fuck just that the, shit. Just, just the Discord screen. That's all I want. Um, disappointed in you. I, I could know. have a fourth monitor. I actually have another monitor I, that's sitting over on the ground over there. 
Yeah, but if I'm being real, like my webcam is literally balancing on quarters right now, just so it can <laughs> sit at the level that it is. So mine is on one's on one monitor slightly higher, one's on a lower monitor because I have three different monitors. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I 